Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. All right, Gimpy, we've been talking about it. The Sydney to Hobart yacht race is time-honoured. It's prestigious. It's arduous. Uh, it's had plenty of Kiwi input and flair throughout the years including a, a very good man who's had a long a long journey in sailing, Will Tiller. He's been good enough to pick up the phone to us at nice and early on Christmas Eve this morning. Good to have you on the show, Will. How are you doing, mate? Hey, Thanks for having me. Not too bad for uh, yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's right, Christmas Eve. Now, you've been pulled in off the... Uh, this is this is how I do some of my best work. Usually I find guests at the pub, but Kempi, I, hadn't, I didn't, <laughs> wasn't even in the same pub as Will. He's been pulled in off the bench via Chris Steele, a good mutual friend who's another pretty quality sailor. What sort of state's Chris Steele in these days being back? He's been jet-setting around the work world. What what sort of conditions he running in, Will? Oh, he's definitely um, enjoying a few beers, that's for sure. <laughs> he, he actually he was definitely dragged me in at the pub last night. So, <laughs> uh... Yeah. Uh, so what's the saying? Leopards never change your spots or whatever it is. It sounds about right. All right, well, we, we, the reason yeah. he the reason he nominated you for this, though, is because we wanted to know yeah. about the Sydney to Hobart, and he said, well, I've actually got a bloke that knows plenty about it. You had a good crack at this uh, race a couple of years ago and managed to knock it off with a boat called Alive, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty lucky. It was my, um, the first Hobart I did, our boat almost sank, and so we just finished, we'd pull out, and then... Um, the second one, yeah, we managed to win, which was pretty cool. So I had a pretty good strike rate there for a while. And it, then, um, yeah, and then COVID's hit and haven't been back since. And and they reckon that you, well, you finished fifth, but the size of your boat wasn't as, you know, I'm a little bit of a, a sailing know-nothing no here, yeah, yeah. Will, but yeah, the smaller yeah. boat finishing fifth against the bigger like bigger handicap. yachts and the handicap got you to, to actually win the race. Take us through how that works. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a bit interesting stuff. Yachting gets a bit confusing, but you kind of have um, all your boats have this sort of handicap system that sort of yeah adjusts your overall time. So it, um, so then it kind of every boat has a chance of sort of winning overall if you like sail the boat well or the conditions suit your vessel. So it's sort of the, it's the way of like a person that has a thirty-five footer or a forty-footer can compete against a hundred-footer. If you know what I mean. 
Yeah, makes sense. The the actual race itself. So you've only had had a handful of cracks at it, and you've had a pretty eventful yeah. a pretty eventful resume. But you, you've been involved yeah. with sailing your whole life, mate. Why is it such a prestigious event, and, and why is it so kind of respected and time honoured? Yeah, it's hard to say, but like there's nothing, there's nothing quite like it. Like I've done a fair bit of yachting around the world, but like the buzz on like Boxing Day um, in Sydney Harbour, just like motoring out and like there's literally the whole harbour's covered like Aussies just get behind it for like some it's just such a tradition and like the harbour's covered in spectator boats and everyone out there's having a good old time and then just like it's just something it's just something iconic and like just getting out of Sydney heads and then um bashing your way down the coast and then getting to Tasmania is actually like I don't know it's you go past these pretty cool landmarks like called like um the bagpipes and turning around Tassie lights and past the Iron Pod and then like, you make your way into Hobart and then you, yeah, then you rip into beers at Customs House. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the true, it's pretty much, yeah. Seen the true Kiwi spirit. Uh, they, yeah, that's just, I don't know, it's, just, it's got something about it. It's got that mystique and it's got mm. that like, that history of being such a tough race and um, yeah, it's just, I think it's just got, yeah, it's just, it's just historic, eh? Yeah, Aussies, they, they hold it in uh, such prestigious company like the Melbourne Cup, the Australian Open, and even the Cricket Test on Boxing Day. So you can imagine what yeah. Sydney Harbour is when you when you take off there, Will. Just just tell us yeah. a little bit. I, I, I've read one of the rules there that you have, you have to finish the race with at least 50% of your crew. Have you had one of those days out there on that race where you're going, you're, you're headed out on a smaller yacht and the waves are crashing over and people are going over the side? How bad does it get? Um, oh, it can get pretty gnarly, eh? Like, I'm not sure. It's the it, time. I've done one with our boat, our rudder. We, the rudder broke off and we started basically taking on water and it was touch and go whether we had to get in life rafts or um, try and save the boat. Um, that was pretty gnarly. But then, and then, like, other times, it's you know, in the middle of the night, like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning or 4 o'clock in the morning and it's fresh and you, like, wipe the boat out. You can, like, pretty easy for people to get... You know, like, like everyone's clipped on the light jacket, so it is pretty loose at, at, at dark, and like it would be, it's it kind of like yeah, you get in some pretty some interesting moments that you kind of like definitely need to um yeah settle the nerves after the race, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. A bit of sailor's rum or something like that. What, <laughs> yeah. what, what are the conditions typically like? Is it pretty gnarly terrain? Um, I was real lucky, like. Uh, it's just because the, the the way that it comes through up and down that coast, the system that can it's normally like either upwind or downwind, and the sea state can kind of get pretty gnarly because it's relatively shallow in places and it just builds up. But the ones I've like for the last few years, it's been this glamour runs like downwind pretty much the whole way for the bigger boats, and it's been pretty cruisy. Like I think like relatively like it's been windy, but downwind's nice. But this year. It's looking like their first um, 24 hours might be upwind in pretty heavy conditions. So it could be like boat breaking for the first yeah, first day. And so it'll be interesting to see who gets through that. And then the rest of the race is looking a little bit lighter and fluky. So, yeah, quite a tactical race this year. And maybe um, the smaller boats might be better on, on the handicap system. Talking about tactics, have you had a phone call from a Lingy yet? <laughs> no, I should know. <laughs> Team New Zealand, uh, Stars and Stripes. I know um, it's just, 
Yeah, no, no, no. I know that Lily's interviewing a lot of people. It's going to be interesting who lands on their team, that's for sure. Is the, just, we'll come back to the city of Hobart, but yeah, Kempe's got me yeah. going now. Is there a bit of bully around town about the America's Cup and what's going on? Pete and Blair, like, there's, it's, it's all quite interesting at the moment. I know the people get a yeah. bit sick of the politics, but there is a lot of movement, lots of personnel change or potential personnel changes. Are the, is the sailing, you know, the scutterbutt, is it, is it a lot? Yeah, for sure. There's, um, there's lots of rumours going around, flying around, that's for sure. And it's, um... Do you want to start one? you want to throw something out? <laughs> <laughs> it's got, got a lingy in it, has it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's like some rumours that, like, you know, a lingy might represent um, like a New Zealand yacht club or an Australian yacht club. I think it was like one of the rumours flying around so they, could, they wouldn't have to worry about nationality rules. And then there's like, yeah, maybe some of the top Kiwi players maybe going to those teams. And um, yeah. Hard to say, and like, yeah, I'm not not too sure. He just, you gave about. us plenty then. Nah, there's, 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 there is lots going. He's given us. You think there's plenty, mate? You should hear these these yacht clubs, mate. The gossip is incredible. Hey, well, what, what what's a what's a good time? Like, I suppose it all is all weather dependent. But like, can you give us a, a rough how how long is the Sydney to Hobart? When you're getting out there, like, what are you preparing for? Um, for our boat, we're like normally on like a. But, uh, we the last two races have taken us like forty eight hours. Right. So yeah, yeah, two days. But I think this year's looking like three days. And then some of the smaller boats that take well, I don't know the record's like a day, like twenty four hours. And then the I think the slowest boats maybe take four or five days, depending on the weather. Have you ever got out there, Will? You got out there you're sort of two two days into it, and you're looking at one of your crew members and you go, "Man, I got this one wrong." Have you ever? Have you ever? Yeah. Have you ever? Yeah, you've had no sleep for two days. You're looking at this dude, and he's just not pulling that rig hard enough. Have you ever? Have you ever had that moment? Um, yeah, I've done some long races, long races, you know, that are like seven or eight days, and it's amazing what happens when everyone gets a bit tired and grumpy. You know? it's, um, it's interesting. Yeah, that's right. Well, at least you can all kind of come together afterwards and, and enjoy it. All right, mate. Well, what talk to us because you'll be following it closely, and and a lot of these crews that go out there they've been doing it for generations right so who are the boats to follow or who are some names that we can watch out for this year um i think i feel like overall when i imagine like the itchy band which is like a tp52 is going to be hard hard to beat as always but um just because those boats are so well fine-tuned it's just hard for anyone else to compete but i think maybe yeah them i'll be looking at them and then for like but like to win online out of the hundred footers, I think maybe Blackjack. I think they haven't. I think it'll be their year to probably their year to win. The conditions look like probably suit them towards the end, and they haven't got haven't got the W yet. So it'd be probably pretty cool if they managed to. They've been at it for like five or six years now. So yeah, it'd be good to see them get, get across the line. That's awesome, man. That's great, Blackjack. Let's keep an eye on that. And you personally, mate, when are you when are you due out on the water next? And what sort of event here would you be getting into? You're rehabbing at the moment, I understand. Yeah, 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 just getting older, both my shoulders blown out. So, um, yeah, both getting surgeries on those, and maybe like towards July or after July, hopefully get back on the water a little bit. Right at the right time, when Alingi put their first boat in the water, <laughs> I'm picking for that club that you that from that club that you sail at. 
Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got it. You're a quick little Will. Hey, thanks, man. It's great to great to catch up. Steely put you up for it, and yeah. um, he's he's invoice. He's put through his timesheet for his producing shift to cover the beers <laughs> last night. So appreciate your time, yeah, mate, yeah. and and we look forward to following well, along with the, the Sydney to Hobart. Yeah, awesome. All right. Yeah, Merry Christmas, mate. There you go. Will Tiller. He's a good Kiwi lad. He's been around the world. Good boy. Different boats. He's he's sailed around the world, different conditions. He sailed with a lot of the America's Cup guys. He's a very, very, very competent sailor. And um, it's interesting with the sailing community that the rumor mills about the America's Cup. I mean, it ends up, what ends up in the papers, you know, the kind of high level politics. It's like a fingernail of what all the scuttlebutt is and what all the rumours is. So um, you can just hear by the tone of his voice, there's plenty going on and there's plenty of people talking about what's going to happen. But the Sydney to Hobart, if you're a, a sailing fan or a, an expert or a pundit and you love it, punter, send us a message. Who are you tipping to win it? Blackjack could be a, a perfect boat for the conditions in their sixth or seventh year, said Will. You know anything about the Sydney to Hobart? 0800 150 811. We'd love to hear from you. This is one of the great events of this time of year. You look forward to covering every single uh, summer. So we'd love to hear from you about what's going to go on. And it could be a gnarly upwind condition for the first day or so. So there might be some carnage. Keep your eyes out there on social media and stuff. And there's a great website, uh, Sydney to, Rolex, Sydney to Hobart.com, where you can follow along. Interesting stuff, Kempi. We're going to shoot off, mate. After this, we're going to come back. I still want to hear from you what you're doing on Christmas Eve. We're going to find out your plans and talk a bit more sport. It is 17 minutes past seven. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.